And welcome back. We've been on hiatus. Apologize for that, but we are officially back. Welcome back to the Tiny Mike Podcast. My name is Josiah Evans, and I'm here with my co-host... Jason Gillian. Yes. Actually, I'm his co-host. He's the one that runs the show. Uh Uh-uh. Always follow the JoJo's lead. Nothing special. Anyways, uh, yeah, we, uh, we've been a little busy, but we are back. This is episode six, and uh, we are still recovering from those hot wings we ate in the last episode. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> we'll do food challenges from time to time. That was, a, that was a special episode. I had a lot of fun with that. Um, Jason, you had the first topic we were going to talk about. Uh, we mentioned it last I episode. Do. Um, but it's still relevant, so. Yeah, it's it's relevant because the person that tweeted it sucks, mm, and what they said also sucks. Mm. Um, we handed out it in the last episode. It was Jake Paul on Twitter, and he was heavily criticized about a tweet he made, which included saying, "Remember." Anxiety is created by you. And that's what most people did not like about the tweet. I'll read the tweet real quick. <clears throat> Remember, anxiety is created by you. Um, sometimes you got to let life play out and remind yourself to be happy and that the answers will come. Chill your mind out. Go for a walk. Talk to a friend. And I could see, like, he was trying like apparent, uh, um, maybe he was like going through some anxiety himself. And he decided, oh, let me just tweet my mindset right now, and he just worded it terribly. Mm. Yeah, um, I think that we already, as a society, uh, handle. Well, sometimes I just cannot say words. Uh, sometimes <laughs> we already handle mental health so poorly. Like, we treat it like it's a weakness, um, whenever in reality, uh, everyone is going to face some sort of struggle in their life, and, um, they'll deal with, uh, anxiety and or depression to some degree, um, and so, we already treat it pretty poorly, and for him to say, remember, it's made by you, is just an awful thing to say, um, yeah, we... Especially since some people beat themselves up, they would beat themselves up over that. Like, yeah. Thinking that they're putting their, themselves through their own hell. Yeah. When really and, it's just a chemical imbalance in the brain. Yeah. Yeah, and it's oftentimes caused by the things that are happening around them. Like, even that tweet could spike someone's anxiety up. Like, oh, yeah, the, well, the, the, it's just me. It's just what I do. It's just my fault. It's, like, absolutely my fault. When in reality, it's not. Like, it has nothing to do with my father beating me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not something that you can just be like, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll be fine, I'll go for a walk, or oh, I'll go <laughs> I'll hang go out with friends. <laughs> yeah, um, just poorly worded, poorly stated, um, inappropriate. It just didn't really make a whole lot of sense for him to tweet it. Uh, he was trying, like you said, he was trying to uh, help, but. In reality, he did a whole lot more harm than he did yeah. healing. Um, he is so. too big of a, too big of an audience or a platform, 
to just say whatever's on his mind. He has to think about what he says first, which sucks. I mean, I bet I bet it sucks not being able to speak your mind, but sometimes speaking your mind is stupid. Yeah. Um, it's, when you have little kids looking up at you. Yeah. Um, oh, Twitter, what a place. What a place. <laughs> um, you Speaking had, of Twitter, yeah, yeah the next topic. <laughs> yeah. So, it was um, Twitter news. We were supposed to, yeah, we were supposed to film last week, and this was a a topic I I found on there. Um, the NFL offers to loosen up discipline around marijuana use under proposed CBA. Uh, CBA is collective bargaining agreement, mm. and it states that players will no longer face suspension for testing positive for marijuana. Um, which I mean. In most states, it's legal yeah, for either medical or recreational use now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't – in the states that it's legal, I don't think they should be suspended for testing positive for it. I mean, it's a legal substance in that area. Yeah. I mean, I would never use it personally, and I would always advise to use it carefully. But also at for the sure. same time, um, a lot of those guys have medical slips because they are dealing with things. And so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would be careful with it, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to be able to stop a six foot three, 225-pound wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> Josh Gordon came to mind. He's the guy that's been suspended the most. I don't know how tall and how much he weighs, but he could definitely end my life if I tried to say Hey, hey, be careful with uh, marijuana. <laughs> yeah. And personally, I have tried it. Um, the opposite of Josiah. Yes. And it's it's a drug. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's definitely from the earth, which I know that's the, that's the combative point for people yeah. who like smoking marijuana. Um, I don't necessarily like it. <clears throat> um, just makes me tired. Mm. So <laughs> maybe they want to get a good night's sleep after getting their brain smashed in on the football field. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe that's what they like it for. I'm not sure. Um, maybe maybe Antonio Brown should dabble a little bit more so that he would not <laughs> yeah. tweet nearly as much as he does. <laughs> for sure. Maybe he should uh, he should have an edible or something and take a nap. Yeah. As soon as he should just whoever's supervising Antonio Brown needs to just like take his phone away and say, All right, time for a little nap. He needs to be grounded. Like whenever I was young whenever I was young, sometimes my parents would like slip Benadryl into like my food so that I would go to sleep quickly. <laughs> um maybe his trainer should like put an edible in his meal, I don't know. good night good night Antonio I'm not sleep and then all of a sudden he's just like tripping out (laughs) he's out (laughs) oh that would be that's hilarious yeah but uh, like you said I I don't think it should be like treated as heavily as it is in the NFL anymore especially with how many people are incarcerated on drug rate um, drug charges for like a life sentence um, yeah, I think that um, I went to this really awesome thing the other day. It was um, a drug court graduation. So there's a program in Oklahoma City 
uh, one of the judges, ironically named Judge Stoner. Incredible guy, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He has in place uh, in his courthouse um, a program where people can go to rehab and, like, get their feedback on the ground. And, like, he he helps them through um, their addictions. Because I think that, like, if you go towards a route that ends in addiction, it can be bad. Um, But, like... There, there are wonderful things in place for if they abuse it, but also at the same time, he's, like, dropping huge, like, felony cases for these people and, like, getting them out of prison and, like, helping them with their, like, life sentences that they've had. And, like, it's really cool to see, like, the redemptive work that's happening with people who are, like, put in jail for what is legal today. Yeah. And so, um, it, I, it's a weird thing because it's not legal everywhere, which is yeah, it's just weird. Like alcohol, you can drink everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's dry counties and wet counties, but you can go to the county line and buy a bottle of alcohol, and you can't get in trouble for it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Oklahoma City area has definitely changed a whole lot in my four years here. We now have dispensaries like on every street corner. And, like, it's it's legal in Oklahoma now. And so um, wow. that's been, like, an interesting shift. Yeah, if you yeah, want I mean, to move up here, High Jason, people are happy good. people. They're always, they're always yeah. cool. I don't know. Not cool. <laughs> it doesn't make you cool to smoke weed. I just mean, like, just chilled yeah. out and not really hostile. They're just they're trying to smoke weed and take a nap. One of my favorite conversations I've ever had at school was with someone who was, like, High out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't go here anymore. He transferred after two years. But, like, one of one of my favorite conversations of all time, he was, like, high as a kite. But he was saying a lot of insightful things. Um, they say that sober words – I mean, not sober uh, – intoxicated words are sober thoughts. Normally it's drunk sure. words. But, like, we'll go with high words. High words are just high sober words. thoughts. <laughs> Hi, not H-I, H-I-G-H. Um, but, yeah, that was one of my favorite conversations of all time, which is also another reason as to why I am, like, starting to see that maybe my call to ministry is outside of the church. And that's another thing we're going to talk about is, like, with this hiatus that we've been on, it's been, like, a lot of time just, like, seeking... Uh, who we are as young men um, and figuring out what it looks like. Um, for me personally, I'm beginning to see a pattern of where I want to work with the foster care system and like work with kids as they're trying to get their feet on the ground um, and help them find families that will take them in and take wonderful care of them, adopt them, and uh, raise them. Because uh, in all honesty, we... Uh, we're not doing a great job of that right now. Um, and I want to be a part of something that I can potentially work myself out of a job. That would be yeah, that's, ideal. Um, that's amazing. That's a really so, respectable job to I have. I appreciate that. And, yeah. I mean, mine's a little bit um, more important, obviously, because oh, yeah. I quit TJ Maxx. That is a uh, huge step, and I am <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Yesterday was your last yeah. day, right? <laughs> yeah, yesterday was my last shift. 
I mean, technically, your... this Friday's my last day, but they put me on the schedule for one shift. I think they were maybe a little salty that I put in my two weeks. Mm. Uh, oh, also, remember, kids, always put in your two weeks. Don't burn bridges, because if your life sucks down the road, you can always go back. Yes. But, yeah, yes. I always quit TJ Maxx. I'm going back to what I used to do in Missouri before I moved. When I moved here, I just wanted a job quick. I knew I could get in with uh, TJ Maxx. Uh, but I also take care of my uncle um, during the week, get paid overnights to take care of him. He has a developmental and intellectual disability. Um, but, yeah, that's t- technically what I'm going to be doing. It'll be with uh, kids with disabilities. I'll work with them throughout the day. Um, help them with life skills, uh, like how to clean, how to take care of themselves, personal care, uh, stuff like that. Probably get them out of their their um, houses, get them out into the world, into the community, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's it's it always made me happier when I lived in Missouri to do the jobs I had like that because it actually makes you feel like you're doing something something for the community. Like what Josiah was saying, I mean, he's going to be helping the world. And at TJ Maxx, I wasn't helping the world. I was <laughs> checking people out for leggings and uh, crop tops and shoes. But, yeah, yeah. hiatus was – we were busy. Yeah. We were Getting busy. Getting rid of our old lives. <laughs> we're moving yeah. up in the world. Some may argue we are – going towards better work um yeah don't get me wrong i feel like there's so much to be done in both areas i feel like you were doing a huge part with tj maxx whether you realize it or not with like maybe even that human interaction that you had with people as you were checking them out that's like their only human interaction for the day and human interaction is so important to being a thriving and successful person in society and Sometimes people isolate themselves until they go out in public, and maybe their whole, only human interaction was with Jason Gillian, their uh, cashier at TJ Maxx, which is really, really interesting way to think about it. Wow, um, but, I've never thought about it that way, actually. <laughs> just made me feel um, better about myself. Yeah, you, you're doing good work at TJ Maxx, whether you realize it or not. And the church... Um, I, I figure I'll end up working in the church again someday. I just don't know. Um, the church has so much potential to it to be good, um, but it's not doing what it was designed to do, and that's to be a safe haven for everyone. Um, the sad thing is there's been a lot of hatred within the church as of recent. Um, and so I think that the church has so much potential to be good. And, like, I... The church I'm considering going to post-grad, they are putting into practice um, the good of the church. The church I intern at right now as well is doing a lot of good, um, but like really just in the United States, the church is really missing the point, um, especially in the Church of the Nazarene. we, uh, we're growing globally, but we're shrinking in the United States. And so, and the large part of that is how hate-driven we have been at points. And that's really sad because we're scaring people away from church instead of inviting them in, which is where they should feel safe. 
I don't know. Well said. Thank you. Proud I appreciate of. that. Yeah. I mean, I'll still stay in the church. I just don't know if I'll be a pastor because a lot of places that I stand may be theologically, um, morally, ethically, and politically don't really align with the church. Um, but again, it's not going to change if I leave it entirely. Um, and I don't want to leave people that think and act like me alone. And so. How sweet. Yeah. Jason, I don't tell you enough, but you're one of the best Christians I know, even though you uh, claim to be agnostic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't believe in uh, heaven or hell. Which uh, uh, is universalism, and, uh, you know, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Uh, what was our next topic that we were going to discuss? Oh, the one that has been hitting the streets recently, closing oh. down schools. Uh, closing just talking down about it NBA. makes me want to put some Germex on my hand. Let me just do that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, the coronavirus. COVID-19. Yeah, we, we mentioned it in our first podcast. It was more of like a passing thing. Like, is this like really a joke? Like, is this really going to take off? And like, here we are. The world <laughs> is shutting down. Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, people are buying mass amounts of toilet paper. I have a six pack of Mega Roll Cottonelle that I ha- guess I have to last. <laughs> um, There's like no toilet paper in stores anymore, right? Yeah, every Sam's Club, Costco, it's all being bought out. Um, I don't know. I'm sure Walmart. I just don't want to buy like sandpaper toilet paper. Or toilet paper, you know. Yeah, I, I, I want the I want the nice stuff. You want the nice the stuff, stuff that hugs your bottom when you wipe. Yes, it's totally unrelated, but I know someone that like if they're about to shower, they don't wipe before they get in the shower. That is the grossest <laughs> thing I have ever heard, and I never want to meet the person that you're talking about because like I they, might fight them. They might may, maybe wipe once, but then they just go in the shower and wash it. And that it's is just disgusting. <laughs> oh, anyways. I would hate to be uh, their <laughs> Would hate to be their loofah. <laughs> you made me throw up. Uh, yeah, but coronavirus is really taking off, and uh, living in OKC, I'm a little afraid. Uh, Donovan Mitchell went to a little public school to meet with some uh, middle schoolers yesterday uh, before their scheduled game against OKC. Um, and he was nice guy. hugging kids. He was high-fiving them. He was, like, shaking hands. He was dapping them up. Uh, and then he tested positive for corona that All night. because of Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. It is all Rudy Gobert's fault. You, I'm sure you've seen the clip where he was – he was at a post conference, uh, post game conference, and he like touched every single microphone, and he like rubbed his hands across the table, and then like he like rubbed his face just to like prove a point that like he's immune, and he's the first confirmed professional saw, athlete in the United States to yeah. Get I also saw a super weird video of, I mean it was probably a while ago, but um, it was like a post game interview Donovan Mitchell was having. 
and he just comes up and starts rubbing Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's head and face, and then just walks away. That's so weird. That's so yeah, weird. Yeah, I saw that a bunch of players were, uh, I mean, anonymously saying that uh, they wish that people on their team were more thoughtful about what they were touching and who they were touching yeah, while they were I, sick. Apparently, Rudy Gobert was not careful about, like, things he was touching in the locker room, and he was, like, a really gross person, and, like, I don't know. I'm just... I'm a little frustrated with Rudy Gobert. Uh, he's kind of... I've never really been a fan of him. Sorry, Zach, if you're listening to this. I know that <laughs> Gogurt is your favorite player. But he calls him Gogurt. <laughs> Gogurt. He, he is just... Like, he's not as good as everyone makes him out to be. He's just an overrated NBA player. Uh, I don't wow, think kick that the he, man while he's down with the corona. Yeah, I just don't think he's, like, defensive player of the year material. And, yeah, he's won it, like, <laughs> twice. Uh, but this just proves my disliking of him. Like, he is just a gross human being. He makes everyone <laughs> sick around him. And so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is hilarious. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. I, know, uh, I never you told you. Gogurt so much. Yeah, he's just so overrated. Ugh. Oh, and everyone's grandpa, Tom Hanks, and his wife. Oh, Tom Hanks. That one made me sad. Tom Hanks, like his social media presence is so funny because he always like ends his Instagram posts with Hanks, H-A-N-X. And, like, he ended that post where he <laughs> confirmed that he has coronavirus with Hanks. So I was like, oh, that's really sad. But I don't know. I mean, like, it's got a really high survival rate. I mean, yeah, they have so, like, so much money that they're going to get the best of the best. They'll be fine. I uh, really hope so because it's officially a pandemic. Um, it's been like, – I've seen it's been going after, like, people, like – old people in retirement homes because their immune system's yeah. weak. Weak. I mean, yeah, old people Donovan and Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, they'll, babies. Yeah, they'll be fine. They're yeah. literally the top athletes in the world. <laughs> They're yeah. in the NBA. I'm sure it's, they have a great immune system. It's like a flu for people our age to, like, anywhere between the, t- uh, I'll say 15 just to be safe. 15 to 55 age range, it's like a flu. Yeah. Like the common flu. But, like, it's bad for people who, which, I mean, also the flu is bad for people who are old. Um, yeah. And for infants. Um, but we have a cure for flu. Um, and so coronavirus is new, and we don't know how to combat it yet. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, Just again. wash your hands. Like our friend Blake, who is sometimes big on conspiracy theories, he thinks that there's a scientist that already has the cure for coronavirus, but people are greedy and are waiting to release it. They want monies. They want mo- They want monies. Same with the cure for cancer. Same with the cure for. Oh, I believe that. I believe that cancer has been around for the beginning since the beginning of time. Yeah, well, surely we have a cure for it by now. Missing, dying, it's crazy, yeah. dude. But I mean, Good. money makes people crazy. Money does make people crazy. 
Oh, greed. Greed is a bad, bad, bad man. <laughs> or woman. Or not gender you know specific. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2020. We're not gender specific around here. Yeah. It's either a man or a woman. Greed. Greed. <laughs> Greed. Creed. The non-binary. Uh, Creed oh, speaking Bratton. of the office, we we did. I mean, we got a little bit of time left. We can go on to the next yeah. topic. We don't even have a next yeah. topic. But after I said Creed from the office, it made me think of Jim. Jim Albert. Also known as John, John Krasinski, Krasinski. Yes. Who has pushed back the movie that he directed, A Quiet Place 2, which mm. my girlfriend, Sarah, she loved the first one. She made me watch it with her. She's been super excited for this, uh, the second one to come out. So mm. I know she's going to be upset. But, yeah, he pushed it back for, um, I mean, hold on. Let me read it real quick. Wasn't it like he, he kind of stated it in a way where he was like, I want everyone to be able to enjoy it together, which yeah. is pretty much a way of saying, I want to have good ticket sales. In Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong, but again, it's a thing of greed. Um, and, like, there are going to be some people that are sick during the time it's in theaters, and so they're not going to be able to go see it. And then, like, people will postpone, and, like, they are afraid. They don't want to go to movie theaters because coronavirus, and it's just really not necessarily a thing of, I want people to be able to see it together, but more of a, hey, I want to make some money on this movie. I spent yeah. a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of money. I'm making this movie, <laughs> yeah. and I want people to pay me back for the product that I'm releasing. Understandable. <laughs> um, yeah. I would probably do the same thing. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, maybe he, also, has a, he has a little bit of a good heart, and like deep down yeah. he's like, I really don't want other people to get sick going to see my movie. Yeah. But, but also at the same time, I money, already, like, money. this is, this might be unpopular of me to say, but I feel like it was really just a cash grab to make a second movie. Um, especially with the way that it is being uh, recorded and released. Um, it's bringing John Krasinski back, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first one, uh, he, he dies, dies in the first movie. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It really, like, it just felt like another movie that didn't need a sequel or a prequel, but I'm still going to go see it. Oh, for you sure. Know? Yeah, which, I mean, that's feeding into the Hollywood uh, propaganda of releasing unnecessary sequels. Like, it, it ended on a good note. I was happy with where it ended. They figured out a weakness. They started killing off the creatures, and I was like, all right, that's the movie. But there's a second one. Um, and, like, there are there are other movies that definitely had unnecessary sequels. Uh, as long as it doesn't become a trilogy, we should be good. But... <laughs> I'm going to go on the other end and hope there's a trilogy just to make Josiah mad. That is fair. That is fair. Uh, we were... I was in the library the other day with some of my friends. I don't know if any of them listened to the podcast, but if you are here, hello, you know who you are. We were sitting in the library laughing because apparently there's a God's Not Dead 3. You know that awful movie? I'm sure... Oh, God. You may, you may the have second been one was filmed the, in my high school. 
Yeah, I was at Benton High School. You may have been uh, in the church scene whenever the first two were released. I'm not sure, but like, they were just. That was for the first one. They were bad movies. They were just bad movies. I haven't seen the second one yet. Uh, Never plan on it, unless if I watch it ironically. Um, But. Yeah, those movies are garbage. I. uh, Atrocious. Atrocious. I will not see (laughs) the second or the third one after the first one. Um, I don't even remember what happens, but I remember not liking it. So I will not waste my time or money or risk getting the corona. Or risk getting the corona. I will risk it it for you, Jim Halpert. Basically, those movies were just a poor example of evangelism. And if you show it to people who don't go to church, they're going to be like, this was a terrible movie. Um, But... All of the middle-aged people in the church absolutely love them. All the Karens of the world. <laughs> Shout out Karen Evans. Um, but oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met Karens yeah. with like bob cuts and stuff. And that have live, love, <laughs> laugh live, on laugh. walls. My mom literally has a live, laugh, love <laughs> thing in our living room. I'm so sorry, you Karen. You are... <laughs> you are I'm just digging literally all. defining my mom right now. <laughs> oh, we love you, Karen. Um, love you, Care Bear. Literally one of the love sweetest you, ladies in the world. Oh, yeah, she's a wonderful woman. I love my mom. She's oh, great. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Your father's she amazing, does fit too. The, yeah, my parents are great people. They fit the mold of middle-aged people who love those movies, but... <laughs> I still love them regardless of that. <laughs> uh, oh, um, speaking of family members, before we uh, wrap up, I just want to shout out my Aunt Felicia, also known as Aunt Flea. That's Aunt what I've Flea. always called her. Um, she yes. listens to every single one of our podcasts. And I also just realized that I said I have smoked marijuana. And... <laughs> Now I'm really, <laughs> really uh, regretting that, but I love you, Aunt Fleet. Thanks for listening to all the podcasts and giving me feedback, and uh, we appreciate you. Yes, Aunt Fleet, I really appreciated you quote tweeting my tweet the other day. Uh, <laughs> that that made me feel real special. Um, I'll shout out Emma Evans. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I know that my dad and my mom do occasionally, but Emma is my sister, and you are a legend. Uh, you want to shout out anyone else? Um, we'll shout out Sarah. Love of oh, my yeah, life. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> um, uh, she came this weekend. Gonna... We hiked Pinnacle. Uh, she threw yes. a tree branch at my leg, and it has a bruise on it. Um, <laughs> but it was a fun hike. We almost died a fun couple hike. times. Oh, uh, I'm going to be offended if I don't get to officiate your wedding. So, dude, for sure you're gonna be the one there. Yes, sir. For sure. We're gonna get married in some mountains somewhere, and I'm gonna be a mountain man for the rest of my life. I'm gonna be able to grow a beard for once in my life. Um, finally get rid of this mustache. No, you can flip the switch, and you can be the first lumberjack that is known for your mustache. Oh, dude, that sounds amazing. I actually just bought this new flannel at Target that is fire for $12. Jason, I I just came up with the idea for your Halloween costume that you you are absolutely going to have to do now. I'm ready. You should 
you could, one, be a lumberjack with a mustache, or two, you would be a fire Mario, and uh, Sarah could be Peach. Dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm going to be really upset uh, if I, like, walk into a bar or a club or something and see somebody dressed as Bowser. Oh, you're, you're going to have life will hands, be over. It is hands on sight at that point. For sure. <laughs> like, if he just decided to show up in that, he deserves to get a right hook for no reason. Oh, yeah. Or you should super jump and jump on his head because that's what Mario does. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> just, Woohoo! What? <laughs> and, like, jump on his head. <laughs> have a little coin fly out of his head and you, like, start collecting those gold coins. <laughs> I just I just grab his wallet and run. <laughs> Accidentally leave Sarah behind. <laughs> and then you have to go back to his castle and save her. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy Peach was theory. Willing. Peach was willing to get kidnapped by Bowser because they were having an affair and Mario was still trying to save her for no reason. Oh, dude, I don't want to be sad with today. Another man. I don't want to be sad. Oh, Let's yeah. not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Any Hoosier, uh, we are about to uh, hit the point that we normally end these things. Um... Any closing thoughts? We gave our shout-outs. We talked about uh, Mario there for a little bit. That was a fun little tangent to go on. But do we have any closing thoughts? Um, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, wash your hands. Cough in your mm. elbow bend. Yes. Uh, don't be a gross human. And stop buying all the toilet paper so I can buy some. Yes. Um, stay safe on spring break trips. Um, Consider maybe not riding in a plane for wherever you're going. Um, drive in your car, but also, Corona has no boundaries, so it may already be in your car. Um, as far as everything goes, I'm just going to go ahead and put some Germex on my hand, uh, get clean before I go to the library, and uh, for now, this has been Josiah Evans. And Jason Gillian. Peace and blessings. Have a wonderful night. Bye, guys.